following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down! Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Network's tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, yes, it's Saturday, and it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And we want to welcome all of you to the show today. I'm your host, Steve Dubell, along with my co-host, Dan Hayden, and the beautiful and talented studio director, Robin Cote. He's sucking up to me again. (laughs) Do I have to be worried already? Yes, yes, you have to be worried already. We have a lot to cover on the show today, and I want everything to make sure it goes flawlessly because you can handle it. Well, of course I can. That's why I bring my trusty duct tape. It handles everything. Oh, or as Dan says, gorilla tape. That's right. Oh my God. That's right. Yeah. You know, I could I could get, you know, really Halloweenish now Uh-oh. and you know <laughs> <laughs> could laugh at it. But you know, this is you know, this is the this is the show before Halloween that we talk about our homeowner Halloween horror stories. And That's Dan's right. got a whole bunch of them that we're gonna be getting into, you know, some scary things that, you know, we want to make sure that homeowners are aware of and you know and we try and use some different things here to accentuate our point and that's one of the things that's why we talk about you know we we talk about these things during our halloween special because you know i found that and dan and i were talking about this the other day there's a lot of homeowners that have no clue that they're in uh an unsafe situation whether whatever it be electric plumbing or or just something really stupid that or you like know, the like the side wall falling in on the on the fence and stuff like that. Well, you know, it's just certain things that. Well, you know, I think no, I think that point is somebody homeowners just has their head buried in the sand because they're not paying attention to what their property is, and it could be a problem. God forbid if they have a, a guest over and the fence falls on them, or they want to you know? use the picnic table and pull it off the fence and it all falls in. Well, yeah, just oh. you know, <laughs> you know, I'd be I'd be happier if they went to went to uh, you know the blue store or the orange store and got some two by fours and just shored up the fence yeah at least they, at least it shows that they made an effort are you talking right. a regular fence or you're yeah. talking a block wall no no a wood a, a wood, wood fence. No, a, no. Wood, okay. a wood picket a block fence. wall fence a block well, wall well you both are saying different well things. i don't know i don't know if i would go with wood to hold it up depending on how they did it but i was talking about a wood picket fence okay because on a block wall you notice the biggest problem we saw as landscapers was people putting water too close to the block wall without sealing the block wall Okay, yeah, he's talking about erosion in a block wall. I see the picture now. There you go. That has to do with water lines. It could be water leakage from the neighbor's yard, eventually eroding the block wall, or it could be water erosion from their side. Actually, it was the four big dogs kept bouncing. Seriously? Bouncing against the wall. There were four big dogs over there. Wow. You wouldn't, then I guess whoever installed that block wall did not reinforce it, did they? It didn't count on big, huge dogs. No. Wow. That's that's pretty amazing. Well, you know, I shouldn't say that because you have. Some dogs, big dogs, are you know upwards of a hundred pounds, so it's conceivable that they could they could jump on the fence if the if the wall was um, oh yeah if the wall was built poorly. That's a lot of that, damage for dogs. That could happen. Wow, that could happen. Okay, makes so, sense. Anyway, all right, and we also have a very special guest going to be checking in with us here a little bit. You know, uh. One of the things that we, you know, happens, and we were talking about this too before the show, is 
You know, multi-generations living in a house um, deal with temperature and thermostat controls in a lot of different ways. And we're going to be joined by Andrew Armstrong. He's the vice president for marketing for Fujitsu General America and a 30-year HVAC veteran. And we're going to be talking a little bit about the... (laughs) How to prevent a multi-generational thermostat war this winter with you, you and possibly your significant other, wife, parents. family, parents. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's... parents. You know these are things that <laughs> these are things that you know you got to watch out for. Or you know just if you're just whoever you're living with, these are things that um, happen because everybody is. You know, for, you, you're feeling different. You take the temperatures a little bit different. You know, some people, you know, I, I'm the kind of person, like in the summertime, I want it, I would love it a little on the cold side, especially when you go to bed. I don't care if it's summer, winter, you know, you get under your, get it under your comforter and it's just, it's nice. You sleep better. You sleep better. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's sometimes in the wintertime, you know, you don't need it hot, but you want to have it, you know, comfortable. And sometimes, you know, whoever you're living with may not feel the same way. So we're going to be talking with Andrew about that. Uh, that's going to be a very interesting conversation. You know, aside from, I th- I'm sure he's got some ideas on how to prevent those uh, wars from happening. Sure, uh, wait, wait till the older than, folks fall asleep, then you go out and you turn oh, them That's <laughs> very good. That's very good. I like that. Yeah, drop it because they'll never know the difference because they're asleep. No, they just, fall asleep. Just at throw a blanket on them and then just. That's right. They pulled the sidewalks in at seven thirty, and then they went to sleep at eight thirty, and it's over. Meanwhile, you know, we're trying to we're trying to enjoy you know some some decent television, maybe the late night show, and you know, we want to go to bed comfortable. There's just no end to it in my house. Living with a ninety one year old and a seventy eight year old. Wow. Oh, Ugh. God, it's horrible because half the house is cold. The other half is warm. So she's got to freeze herself out in the front room while the two of us freeze ourselves out in the back room. You know, and it's just like, you know, like in, a, in the wintertime, so somebody turning around telling you, well, you, well you're cold. Well, put a, put a sweater on. I don't want to walk around my house with a sweater on. You know how it got cold I want to here? walk around with a T-shirt year-round. I mean, come on. You know how it got a little chilly this last couple weeks yes. with the rain? Yes, yes. I get out of the shower. I just take a nice warm shower at 5.30 in the morning. I get out and go in my room, and I'm starting to sweat. I should be comfortable. My mom turned the heat on to 76. I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? I just came out of a sauna, and now I'm, like, roasting, and I have Meanwhile, to— Meanwhile, yeah, and what day was that? Like, on Monday, and then sa- yeah. and then Friday, you're still wet? <laughs> pretty, pretty much, right? Pretty much. Pretty it's like, much. It's like living in Florida. You just never dry off. Swampy oh weather, goodness. baby. Yeah, I know. Make sure you check us out. On uh, Facebook, as the Image Home Improvement Show page, as well as our website, imagehomeimprovementshow.com. Oh, we've got all kinds of archive radio shows there, along with some video from our television series that we did. And also, uh, keep, keep tuned, because in the next few months, we're going to be having some new video coming your way. And it's all relevant, which I think is so important, all relevant to taking care of your home. My Lord. I mean, and, and plus, if you're thinking about, you know, maybe you haven't thought about doing your remodel work before holidays, because sometimes now we're getting it's getting a little late in the season if you have friends and family over, but it's surely not too late to get involved in thinking about what you could do in the first quarter after New Year's and get it all set up now so that this way, even if you've got to order materials, I think there are things that you need to talk about and get ordered cabinets could take anywhere from maybe six to 10 weeks to be able to 
get them ordered, then not to mention after they go in, then you've got another wait for, you know, for, you know, some granite or maybe a possible quartz countertop. She, and plus you've got to order plumbing. These are things that you've got to deal with that I can help you with a timeline if you decide that you want to go down this route and say, hey, we're going to have a, we're going to do all our remodeling that we want to do before it gets hot again. And that's important because when you're, you want to have your home calm during the summertime when you're, or only have to deal with the heat and making sure your air conditioner is working correctly. And that's another thing, too. I just want to point, put a point out there before we get started talking about some of these homeowner horror stories. We want to be able to talk about, again, you're in the wintertime. You know, your, your, your air conditioner heat pump has gone through hell during the summer. It's time to get it checked. That's right. For the wintertime. And a lot sometimes of people won't reverse, do that. If it's a heat pump, sometimes that reversing valve won't kick in. And it's frozen, it's locked out, and then you've got a problem. Don't wait till it gets too cool. Get it out, get it, you know, while the rates are now reasonable, get, get somebody out there, get them to check it out, make sure it's ready to roll for the, uh, for us, the cooler seasons. Right. <laughs> and don't forget, don't forget, you know, we, you know, another case, you know, next week's going to be November and you're thinking about it. And then December, I think is really when December into January, maybe there's about a maybe a month, month and a half where all of a sudden you think about, oh, my phone is Beeping? What's it beeping for? I thought I put it on hold. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I but uh, never I to happen so, again. Some I of the things that anyway. you also need need to think about is uh, for coming to heating season. If you have a gas fired unit, make sure you get it checked out. Make sure you also have a carbon monoxide detector, and that system is burning properly, so you don't get carbon monoxide in the house. Now I get into my winter thing is. Furnaces and comb- and CO gases in the house. That's Don't true. Don't let it make you sick or may, you know cause you to go to the hospital. Yeah, that's get for that sure. stuff checked out for those dangerous gases. That's right. Maybe you know, Dan. Maybe that's the reason why people don't take their Christmas lights down. No, that's they're suffering. They're suffering. They're suffering from gas overload. Oh, okay. What do you think? They're lazy. Well, we know that. I'm yes. just trying to find another excuse other than tell them, but they are lazy. Well, if they're suffering from gas overload, take Beano. Take vino or go vino. for a walk. Just go vino. for a walk. <laughs> okay. You're totally missing that. <laughs> okay, I get it. Flatulence. I get it. I get it. I get it. All Jeez, right. am I on the only one that has a sense of humor today? Oh, oh, please. Oh, oh, that was that hurt. But I'll give you some applause anyway. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk a little bit more about some uh, some homeowner horror story stuff for Halloween. As well as uh, Andrew is going to be joining us here from Fujitsu at the bottom of the hour. So make sure that you stay tuned. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. 
the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Celebrity voice impersonated. Hi, this is your former president. I told my Arkansas girlfriend she was painting her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Have you ever started a project on your home by yourself and it turned out worse than my presidency? Sometimes you need to call in a professional, especially when that professional is affordable and can fix everything. Call Image Home Improvement 623-580-0901 or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. Let the pros make everything look beautiful. Call Image Home Improvement or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. I thought a hot tub was a stolen bathroom fixture. I'm Krista Guerin from HGTV's Flip It to Win It. If you're purchasing a home to live in or to flip, you need to know everything about it. Get to know your home through the professionals on Image Home Improvement Live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on Star Worldwide Networks. Oh, yes. And as you know, you know, Dan, you might even turn around. You know, we've been doing radio and I've been doing television stuff for like 13 years. You might be might be able to turn around and say like I might be a mainstay in the valley. What do you think? I think you are. You think so? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, cuz I mean, without competition, they wouldn't have anything to talk about. Well, that's right. I mean, you never know. I mean, you know, we're as they say, we're cut above the rest. That's How right. could we have the, the the most uh and best home improvement information, cutting edge information here in the valley along with the the World's best studio director. <laughs> what do you want now? All I can say is, what do you want now? No, she no, wins. she doesn't. Can I give it? A, can I give a compliment without thinking I want something? And, and no, she won't get you coffee. God, I don't, I don't even do that around here for she anybody. What are you whiz. talking about? I mean, come on. I'll get you a cup of water. But you that's know, about listen to this. You only get compliments from me like once a week. Take as many as you can. Not I, you, I love can. you, Steve. I, I just know, have I love to you give too. you crap because that's just what I do. <laughs> that's your thing, right? That's my thing. I know. I hey, know. Come on, I'm I, like one of the guys, but. Well, never mind. Uh, oh, we're not yeah. going there. I carry my tool belt differently. We're Let's not put it going that way. There. <laughs> 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 Even Homer's excited. All oh, right. Lord. All right. Anyway, so Dan, let's let's get started. You know, we we're going to be. Uh, I want everybody to visualize some of these pictures because what we're going to be talking about is homeowners trying to basically put a band aid on their problems, and a lot of times they put band aid on their problems. It becomes you know, really not the most important thing and the best thing to do. And and it can become a horror story. The first one I want to talk about is obviously, uh, which is probably near and dear to a lot of people because we've had so many storms and hurricanes throughout the, the Phoenix metro area as well as all over the country, East Coast with all these hurricanes, talking about roofs that need help because they leak, Okay. One of the things that Dan actually went out and looked at was a shingled roof. Now, when shingle roofs go bad, <laughs> most of the times, most of the time, you see a couple of different things 
that show that they're bad. You see that virtual granule ring on the ground at the fascia board yeah. edge. That ring around the house Tell, of, gran- tells, of granulation. Tells you that the shingles are going bad. Okay, and if you look at it, you could tell that the edges are frayed because the granules are gone. Or, as well. can, or they curl up. Or they curl because they're getting dried out. And the underlayment goes bad just like it goes bad when we talk about under the underlayment and tile. It dries out. But sometimes homeowners have to put a Band-Aid on things because they, maybe they don't have the funds to redo the roof right now. But they go out and they spend probably some several hundred dollars depending on the roof, the size of their roof, and they buy elastomeric roof coating, which is meant for coating flat foam roofs, right. and uh, they decide to coat roof. a shingle. Yeah, and they smear that all over the roof, and you have this nice, sterile-looking white, white roof, and it lasts maybe, what, nine months to a year or better? And then it starts to just wash away. And then the, the sun here just cooks it away, and then you come up to another major storm, and you put the buckets in the attic to catch the water. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's what, what are five-gallon buckets for? That's right. Other than, you know, putting paint in. <laughs> you know? I mean, come on. That's right. It's amazing. But those are things that we have to, we have to, uh, we have to take a look-see. The other thing, obviously, again, Dan's talking about, uh, you know, we always get on our soapbox about, electric lights for Christmas <laughs> that have been up since the, last year. They've been pre-wired since last year. Yes, they've been pre-wired since last year. I like that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, these are certain things that we have to take care of. Uh, obviously, that they're going to be, you know, the insulation's gone. They go from glowing lights to fried. blazing lights because they yes, catch on fire. blazing lights. And they're not like, one thing I would just wait. By the way, before we get... Um, before we get uh, our discussion with Andrew, he's on the line with us right now. I just want to mention, you know, one of the things that I saw that is out there that is really cool, they've gone and made LED lights that yeah. actually burn like a fire. And you could, yeah, and you Ooh. could put them at the ends of torches. Fire, and fire, like, fire. like, yeah, like torches, you know, that you'd set up outside. And they look like the real thing, but they're mm. light bulbs. And they, they're, they're just like an LED bulb. That, f- that looks like it's fire burning inside the bulb. It is so cool. You're thinking about doing something like that for the holidays, you could incorporate it into your lights around your house. Dude, Ooh. I have no need for that, but I'm going to go get some anyway because that sounds so it cool. It is so. you got to see them. you got to look oh. it up online. Could you, online. Could you get the, you imagine getting the really good ones and putting them on the bottom of your vehicle and oh. just turning those on and flame on? Well, my car is named the incinerator. So shoot, yeah. Oh yeah, there God. you go. I'm Put them gonna, along the running boards. That would be cool. I'm, I'm not going to go there. It's a Mustang. Oh, it's a Mustang. That's okay. right, baby. All right. Joining us right now is Andrew Armstrong. He's the vice president of marketing for Fujitsu General America. Andrew, how are you? Thank you for calling in this morning. I am doing great, Steve. Great to be on with you and Dan again. It's uh, a pleasure to be on. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, as uh, we had uh, mentioned earlier in the show that you are a 30-year HVAC industry veteran. That is correct. Hard to believe it's been that long, but I yeah, know, 30 time, years in now. Time seems to fly when you're having fun. <laughs> it, uh, it absolutely does, and it's a, it's a very fun industry right now. A lot of very cool things happen. Nothing like fire, like you just talked about, but we got some cool stuff happening. Well, no, yeah, and, you know, thinking about this, you know, we were talking about this earlier in the show, you know, uh, regarding we're going to be talking a little bit about how to prevent 
a multi-generation thermostat war within your household, which I think, uh, you know, Robin brought up a very good point before, you know, she says, well, how do you avoid it? She says, well, you know, you know, she has some elderly people living with her parents Mm -hmm. and well, you know, they go to bed early. So she says, you know, after they go to bed, I just change the thermostat setting. What do you, Uh what do you think? What do you think about that for a solution? I, I think that's one good one. I've heard of people actually just putting a fake thermostat on the wall <laughs> and people are changing it and not knowing what's happening. So, I love it. It's really it. bad, Robin. You can do that. I love it. That's really good. Unfortunately, their memory is not so bad that they remember where the real one is. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you tell them you moved it? That, well, we just had a new air condition and heating unit put in like uh-huh. two and a half years ago, uh-huh. so they reinstalled a brand new thermostat. So I'm kind of out of luck on that one. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Andrew, tell us a little bit about your experience and how we could help prevent these these issues that we're talking about. Well, the first first thing I want to mention is Robin's not alone. This is a growing issue and we're just changing the way we live in this country. There's there's a whole lot of economic forces that are uh, coming together all at one time, starting with, heck, we're living longer. Uh, it's a lot harder to uh, to own a house by yourself, uh, much less uh, take care of mom and dad and the kids going to college, and there's just a lot of expenses to deal with. So we're seeing more and more often, uh, I think about 28, 28 million homes are multi-generational now with uh, two two levels of adults, either boomerang kids coming back or reverse boomerang, the adult parents coming back and living with those baby boomer age kids. And and it's just, you know, people have different needs, people have different wants. And that's the first thing we have to recognize that uh, just because people want a different temperature uh, doesn't mean that they're wrong. It's just that they want different things. And I think... Uh, uh, I, I know in my house, as a kid growing up, I always wondered why mom wore a parka around uh, all, all winter long. Really? Uh, you know, yeah, she'd always have a sweater or two on, and, and the rest of us were in shorts. And uh, the reason is, is, is women are just warmer naturally than men are. Uh, 77 degrees is pretty comfortable for most women. 72 is comfortable for most men. So we start off uh, in, a, in a bad position before we throw in the multi-generational piece because we, uh, we just feel comfortable at different temperatures. So when you throw that, uh, that age in as we get older, we're more sensitive to cold drafts, more, more sensitive to cold temperatures, and, and all of a sudden we got uh, some uh, complications uh, with the family, and, and we, we have solutions to keeping the peace. There's some things we can do uh, to make sure people are comfortable and make sure that we have uh, uh, better strategies to take care of this war. Well, yeah, and I think it's important that, you know, that the people within the home recognize that they're, they're, that this is an issue that they need to deal with. They just can't keep changing the thermostat setting every time the other one leaves the room or the house and expect them, well, it'll be okay. They won't know until they come back until all of a sudden, you know, you're sitting there and, you know, I had this similar situation. You sit there, all of a sudden you realize like in the summertime, you know, this room is a little more hot than I, I anticipated. Let me go check the thermostat setting and find out somebody else has changed the thermostat. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and that's, that's one of the first things we can do to make it a little easier on everybody. And, and certainly uh, I, I am always here to brag about the Fujitsu products and the good <laughs> things we do, but most manufacturers now have some really great solutions around smart thermostats. And what I mean by smart thermostats are thermostats that are uh, – uh, transferable to your, your iPhone, transferable to your Android device, uh, able to work with Alexis or Google Home, 
ways to very quickly adapt the thermostat. So quite often it's exactly what you said. You're sitting in the chair and it's like, oh God, I'm uncomfortable. I need to go up, change the thermostat and and uh, get back more comfortable because somebody changed it to their temperature, not mine. But uh, we have very easy ways now to just sit in your chair, pull up an app on your phone, change your setting, and all of a sudden the house is getting back to where you want it to be. So a uh, much easier way to control and, and uh, certainly a good way to get started. I could see if if all family members have smartphones and apps on their phone, that they're able to adjust the temperature could be an app war. <laughs> well, actually, it'd be zone control with uh, yeah. for everybody that would have an individualized zone for their area. So you know, if you're uncomfortable, go to your zone. <laughs> that might be a good idea. You're, you're exiled to your zone. That's right. You have to stay in yeah. that zone. Go Otherwise, chill in your zone. Don't leave. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. Yet again, Dan, the, uh, the house whisperer comes up with a great idea. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I couldn't agree more. Zoning is such a great solution. And whether it's a ductless solution or ducted, uh, zoning is uh, getting easier and easier to do. The technology's gotten so much better. With a traditional ducted system, uh, your contractor can come out and put in a zoning system. Even if you install that duct system years ago, uh, there's uh, retrofit duct uh, zoning systems, and so you can have that flexibility to uh, relegate everybody to their own zone and, and let them be exactly the temperature they want to be. And, and so often with with that reverse boomerang situation, you've got uh, the top half of the house where the uh, the parents are living most of the time. So zoning off that portion of the house with either a ductless or a ducted system, uh, very quickly you can allow people to be right at the temperature they want to be at and not, not be forced into one temperature for the whole house. You know, and, that, and that way the electric bill doesn't go for a roller coaster ride too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly. Right. That's right. You know, Andrew, with a lot of the remodel work that we do, you know, I run into a lot of people who are living in certain areas of, of, the, of the Phoenix Metro Center, and they have older homes where it's, if we're doing an add-on and it's not possible to actually go and make certain duct changes because of, because of the configuration, the way the homes were built, I always let them know that, you know, a ductless system specifically for that, for that area would is the most cost-effective thing to do, even though you've got you've got a different control now for the new area. But you could, you know, it's probably some, a lot of times the most cost-effective way to go instead of trying to you know really get into changing a lot of stuff up in the attic to actually run new line, new supply lines and return lines and all that stuff for existing system. Plus, the existing system might not be able to handle the added square footage. So a ductless system for that newer area is the way to go. Yeah, you're, you're so right, Steve. And it, we talked a little bit about this last time we were together. And it, it's, it doesn't seem like it's such a big deal to add a little more ductwork to the end of that run. But that system was designed by a professional who knows exactly how to get the right pressure and, and the airflow uh, out of each register. And you add that next section, and all of a sudden, three of your registers before uh, now aren't getting as much air as they were before, and, and those rooms on the end of the duct just aren't comfortable. So you really you really risk adding in a room but not being able to use half of them for uh, the hot hot season of the year. So and causing uh, a complete complete imbalance because you're so far away from the return, it just doesn't get it. You know. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. And the. The, the the additions you're doing are never in the middle of the house, right? It's always the uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's always, at the far end. Yeah, yeah, of course they're on exactly. the far end. Exactly. And you know, one of the things too, um, you know, I, one of the things I always ask a homeowner 
when we are going to go in and do an addition, I said, let me ask you a question. Are there any other hot spots in the house that you're dealing with? And, you know, before I even get all the words out of my mouth, their head is shaking. You know, yes, there are hot spots. They're, they're telling me, yes, there are other hot spots. Well, at that point, I said, you know, I asked them, I said, would you, in, in the process of doing the addition, would you like us to go back and do, you know, um, an audit to go back and see, well, and, and do it, you know, actually a, a heat evaluation to make sure that the home, we find out where these hot spots are and make the adjustments so that by the time we do the add on, the whole house is now mostly, well, let's just say redesigned to be able to not have any hot spots. And most of the time they will say yes because they see the value in it. It, it never ceases to amaze me, Steve. I talk to homeowners who have these gorgeous, gorgeous 4,000 square, square foot homes, and they'll uh, show me a room and say, well, we never go on that one in the summer because it's, it's about 80 degrees and we can't be comfortable in there. And to think of paying what we pay for uh, per square foot on a new home and then to have uh, two, three, 400 square foot chopped off just because it's not comfortable, uh, that just, uh, just, just seems criminal to me. So I'm so glad you're asking that question because that's the time to fix it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, uh, Andrew, hang on for a second. We're going to take a short break. We're going to be right back with Andrew Armstrong from Fujitsu right after these messages don't go away. Chances are when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Sun, rain, and wind. Rightway Roofing knows Arizona and what it can do to your roof. From minor repairs to complete replacement, we've got you covered. Our state-of-the-art materials are designed to stand up to whatever Arizona dishes out. We offer a 15 to 30-year warranty depending on your roof, so you know it's done right. Rightway Roofing. Call or go online now for your free estimate. Rightway Roofing. There's only one way, the right way. Rightway Roofing. In the East Valley, call 480-232-5458. In the West Valley, 602-299-8851. Or go to azroof.com. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing. The tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And uh, we are joined today by Andrew Armstrong from Fujitsu Corporation. And we want to just uh, continue our discussion talking about the, the, the family thermostat wars that are going on within. Maybe they're going on in your home. And um, it actually, you know, Dan, I could see it becoming like, you know, where we talked about earlier. 
it could become a, an interesting game. Yes, it could. But it, it could never end until somebody all of a sudden is going to like lose it and turn <laughs> around and say, you know, hey, can this stop? I mean, or, or can, you know, they're probably stopping. What, the problem is a lot of people will turn around and, well, I want it my way. No, I want it my way. You know, of course, they, but how about talking about making a compromise? What a unique concept. Compromise. Compromise. Wow. You know, how many people are turn around and say, hey, let's compromise on the temperature? <laughs> yeah, see, everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, no, I want it my way. Good luck. Yeah, then, good luck. And, the, and that's with a traditional old one or two unit system in the house. And some of the houses I go through, at least here in this area, we have a thing called an underground air return. And you think about all the crud that builds up throughout the years because you vacuum your carpet all the time. But the inside of those returns do not get cleaned very well. So you're breathing some old nasty stuff. So to have the room-by-room room, um, cooling and heating system, you know, the zone system, is so much cleaner. You just, you're just, you know, it's not even a thought. It's just so much cleaner. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and one of the things I think also happens is that people will turn around and they will, uh, I don't, you know, even if they, even if they, and they probably, Dan, you know better than this, that they don't understand that doing an energy audit to figure <laughs> out where they're expending most of their energy, which a lot of times here in Arizona, it's due to the air conditioning. You know, it's, it's a circulation problem as well as, a, a leaky window problem, leaky door problem, you know, all that plays into keeping up. the house cool or keeping the house warm. And a lot of times, what's the next best thing to do? They'll, if they're cold, they'll go to the thermostat, they'll turn it up. And they're not thinking that maybe I need a, a more comprehensive approach to figuring out why the we're picture. having, yeah. we're having these problems. Well, in, in, well, I like this temperature and you know, I like this temperature including, like Robin had said, you know, you've got different different generations of people living in the house. Different genders gen, de, genders and generations. You've got to be able to be able to consider all of them. You know, so, to, Andrew, tell us a little bit about, you know, some of the, the compromises that you've seen based on what Fujitsu can offer the, the you know, the average homeowner. Well, there's, there's so many rich solutions out there, and I think... Uh, um, Steve, you really brought up the big one. It starts with communication, really. And, and you know, maybe we can get lucky and find a, uh, a an agreement for the the temperature. But talking to your contractor and and letting him do that energy audit and really finding out what's happening in your home, because if your home was built 20, 30 years ago, that's a very different standard of efficiency and in, in insulation and ceiling than what we're doing today as we get more sustainable. So there are opportunities to save a lot of money on your heating air conditioning bill and certainly upgrading your HVAC system is a great way to do that and we certainly uh, encourage that and and one of the considerations that I think is important at this stage when you have your parents coming back to live with you uh, you've been in a mode most likely where nobody's been home all day during the hottest part of the day and you've had the luxury of letting your setback thermostat turn the house up to 80 or 82 degrees and your cooling load is significantly less so if you have somebody in your home all day long, all of a sudden your utility bill could be significantly higher. So it's a great time to start thinking about how do we take advantage of zoning? How do we take advantage of 33-seer efficiency with, with some of the ductless products that we build and really reduce that overall uh, uh, cooling and heating load in your home so, so you don't have that, that huge energy bill and it takes a little bit of heat off of the, uh, the family economics at the same time? 
Yeah, I mean, I think, again, like I agree, you know, the, thinking about the communication, that, that will start a whole bunch of different, you know, uh, dialogues. And thinking about one of the things that, Andrew, you had brought up is the fact that you could actually use, you know, uh, you know, the mini split systems that we were talking about earlier, as well as, well, should I take, should I go back and, and think about, you know, uh, using updated, you know, 2018 automation, not just for the thermostat, for a lot of things in the house, you know, as long as it doesn't, you know, you don't have to like break the house apart to do it, but it may pay because a lot of this stuff is wireless to be able to go back and, and, and upgrade your house in a way that's going to make it more convenient and easier for you to live. No question about it, Steve. And I know you guys have done a, a couple of different shows on home automation, and there's so many great products out there. And uh, thinking about that other generation and having that home automation, if you're you're off at work and uh, uh, mom calls and she's having a problem, the ability to flip open the uh, computer and go and check on, on different uh, uh, appliances and different uh, products at home just remotely, there's some real power there and, and some real security at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Dan, you've, uh, you had the, you know, some of your uh, inspections, I'm sure that you've seen uh, some of the newer thermostats that are out there that were exactly what we're talking about, yeah. going back to some, probably some ancient ones. Yeah, there's some real ancient ones like the old uh, Honeywell that has the mercury still bobbling back and forth in it, which can I be... I remember those. I used to see them in my house. And when we used I, to play yeah. with the mercury when we were kids. Oh, you now, to, oh that's and, why you're the way you are, because you right. play with mercury. Mercury okay. and lead chips, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> damn, damn. But what no, those, those um, old mercury switches are a toxic hazard now. And here I am. And you walk up and see them, and it's like, oh, let's play with it. I thought <laughs> it was the radiation from Palo Verde that did you in, oh, and no, then you no. tell me about the mercury. No, that was a curing factor over there, Palo Verde. Oh, I see. Okay. It <laughs> was a correction. Such, he has such a radiating personality. Oh, Robin. Oh, my God. Wow. Dang. See, we finally got we got we got her started now too, Andrew. So you know we're all in agreement now. I'm, I'm comic relief. Sorry, uh, it's okay. But now well done. It's it's amazing though when you think about it though. Um, and I'm sure in some of the uh, well, tell me you know in some of the the newer homes obviously that are being built with standards of today. Do you find uh, a lot of the home builders? are taking this into consideration as far as using the updated technology or are they still have have they or are they still locked a little bit in the past because they don't want to go for the upgraded dollars to make the home actually I think if they, if they would use some of the upgraded systems that we're talking about the homes would sell better and faster yeah, the the, uh, the home market is always a, a very interesting one, and 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 we struggle with it getting homeowners to invest in in higher efficiency heating, air conditioning that will actually pay them back over time. Uh, but sometimes the emotion of uh, uh, quartz countertops and uh, hickory cabinets over overtake the home buyer, and 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 the home builders know that they know the emotional cues that really get people going. But the good news is, is a lot of these home automation systems are getting less and less expensive. So they're much more affordable, they're much more approachable, and the home builders are starting to see that and find ways to to uh, energize the millennial buyer around these these new home automation systems. So we're pretty excited about the opportunities there and are uh, working on some, some 
very, very uh, powerful systems that do things that we never <laughs> we never imagined they could do, uh, and, and even up to and including storing operation data in the cloud so we know uh, trends with equipment so we can probably predict a failure long before it ever happens and, and fix it through maintenance as opposed to actually having to replace a part or have an expensive, uh, expensive uh, bill for the homeowner when the compressor fails, something like that. So well, yeah, like- a lot of great stuff coming. Yeah, it's really nice to be able to have those kind of uh, heads-up types of uh, technologies. Like, uh, for instance, you have these older refrigerators. I've walked into a house and the refrigerator ran the entire time I was there. Now, if these people knew about it, they'd know their electric bill is really getting sacked. So, you know, technological control on these things is not a bad deal. No, and, and you know, smart uh, smart metering technologies allows allows the, the homeowner to know what's going on and can can measure that and find out where the energy hogs are. And we're going to see more and more of that. And uh, we're 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 ready for it here at Fujitsu because we know we have some very efficient products and we, we welcome it. But uh, in the meantime, it's an education process and making sure people know of all the advantages of the systems and how you can you can pull out an old and efficient ducted system and and go room to room and and really have the same comfort and, and even the same architectural appeal. We can we can do uh, multiple ducted units, so it's coming out of the same registers, but you reduce the uh, ducting in the home by 90% and uh, allow that homeowner to have the same look and feel that they've always come to know, but do it in such a way that you're truly zoning, giving grandma the temperature she needs, giving the kids what they like, and uh, keeping your master bedroom just perfect for you. And most of these systems are becoming technically non-confusing, you know, because uh, you have uh, some of those older people that uh, have technophobe, and they look a at the new thing and go, Technophobe? No. Where did you get that one? Is that another Danism? No, that's a real technophobe. thing. Te- technophobe. That's oh a real thing. Oh, my God. Dan, you but never P- cease to amaze me. I actually read the paper. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That what's thing a that paper? Like, what's yeah. a paper? Yeah, what's a paper? Like Andrew said. The what's technophobe will have a paper. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, that's true. I never thought of that. Uh, see see what happens, Andrew. We get him too close to Halloween, and look what happens. He just yep. he I get goes, the paper out. <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing. Amazing. But, you know, again, I think it's so important that um, – People, you know, think about these things, and I think uh, one of the things I know, uh, Andrew, when I built my home about 11 years ago, I had a a finished garage area that we did a shop, and we put a mini split system in there, and I think it was one of the best things we did because it was detached. It didn't you didn't want to get through all the ducting and everything else and the big unit because it was only 750 square feet. So the mini split system was exactly what the doctor ordered when it came to doing that. And uh, we just, in, you know, included and in, designed to put it in. And once we put it in, and even during the summer, you know, we only would run it when we were going to, you know, use it. So maybe an hour before I was going to go out and work in the shop, I'd turn it on and it would cool everything right off. You go out there and it's, it's just picture perfect. It was beautiful. Nice and, nice and cool and uh, good to work in. And uh, it was very cost efficient. It's a a great solution for that type of application because it's it's very quick to uh, to get that temperature down to comfort for you and but then at the same time it has the ability to ramp up and down. We 
we use what's called inverter technology in, in ductless. And now the unitary products and the higher efficiency ones are starting to do the same things. Uh, but essentially what inverter technology is, it's taking that AC current that comes into your home and turning it to DC. And then you can turn that DC current as low or as high as you want to feed the compressor and the fans in those units. So you get exactly the amount of heat or cool that you need at that given time. That allows us to run the units a lot longer so you don't have blasts of hot or cold air. You have very comfortable air coming through. It also allows us to maintain that humidity level in the uh, uh, summertime to make sure we're keeping the right uh, humidity in that space and not getting it too cold and clammy. Arizona humidity? What's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, it does happen occasionally, especially oh, that's during right. monsoon season. Yeah, we almost have rain, but we end up with this humidity. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Andrew, how can our listeners uh, throughout the country find the Fujitsu product and uh, take a look and see if that mini split system is uh, good for them? We have elite contractors all over the country, so be on the lookout for them. But the easiest way to find them or just to learn more is to go to www.constantcomfort.com. Again, that's www.constantcomfort.com. If uh, you're not you're a technophobe like Dan, you might want to use our phone number and call 888-888-3424. Again, that's 888-888-3424. Call and talk to us, and we'll uh, find a contractor for you that's trained and qualified, and he can come out and start asking questions and understand your situation and help you get the right solution. That's right. And again, as we always promote for the homeowner to actually, when you when you don't know. Get a professional to come out and look at your home. Your home is very unique unto you. And I don't care if it's a track home that's in, and there are 10 other homes in, in that, on that street. Your home, you live differently. The homes were built by people that were stamping out homes. You don't want to know what your neighbor's doing down the street. You want somebody to tell you what's, what's with going on with your home. And that's why you should not just blindly go into buying something without having a professional come in who's trained to tell you the right information. And I think that's so important. But uh, wouldn't you agree, yeah, Andrew? Oh, so much so. And it's, we, uh, the good contractors are always going to ask a lot of questions. You spoke earlier about your models and the questions you're asking. Good HVAC contractors are going to do the same thing because we only buy air, uh, heating, air conditioning equipment because we want to be more comfortable. It's not because we want to be efficient. It's not because we want uh, a shiny new device outside the house. We buy it because we need to be comfortable. And only you know what's comfortable for you, and only you know the experience you've had living in that house. And if the contractor's not asking you those questions, you may not have the right contractor uh, because he needs to understand how you live and what you like and what you don't like and what room upstairs has been warm the entire entire time you've lived there. If he doesn't know that, he can't fix those problems so it takes a good conversation with a contractor to build the right comfort system that's right and i think like we do with our remodeling i have to the contractor should actually go back in and really understand what the homeowner is trying to to say and live and you know that one key word which i find a lot of contractors don't do because i i hear it from homeowners all the time when we go in that's the word listen how simple can you be? Listen to the concerns of the homeowner and don't try and just, well, I have this system and I could sell this to you. And don't be a salesperson. Try and be somebody who actually shows, shows some concern, compassion, and a unique desire to help them get through their, you know, through their issue 
And along the way, you'll find that that customer is going to be a whole lot easier to work with. And if you do have something that you want to sell them to actually solve their problem, they're more apt to say yes. I could not agree more. Uh, the uh, you know HVAC, especially in in Phoenix, can be a pretty stressful business. You know, you get uh, uh, 500 calls on a Monday morning. Uh, the first time it turns 115, and that's not fun. And you're really busy trying to get to the next next job, but you just can't take those shortcuts. You want to have the the conversations to make sure you're solving the real problems in the home, not just the fact that uh, the compressor may have gone out or the uh, the fan's not working. Really, that's the time to solve those problems and help customers understand. So make sure that you uh, tell your contractor what's going on, and you're going to have the best chance of having the best system if you do so. That's a great. That's right. That's what I was always told, that you have two ears and one mouth. You should You should listen and speak in that proportion. Well, there you go. Listen twice as much as you speak. All right. I just say shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Robin. Appreciated that little comment. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it, and we will always uh, get the word out about your great products at Fujitsu and uh, have a, uh, look forward to ha- having you back on the show. I can't wait, guys. It's always a blast, and uh, thanks for all the good work you're doing. All right. All right thank you. Thank all you. right. Andrew Armstrong. Vice President of Marketing for Fujitsu General America. And uh, I hope that was uh, really, a, really a concise uh, half hour of great information coming from an industry, an interest, uh, uh, hello, <laughs> industry veteran. Yes. Spit it out, Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We're going to take a short break while I get my mouth back in gear. And oh, we'll I'm be- not touching that. All righty. we Don't go away. We'll be right back. (laughs) Where's the Listerine? Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? confused about which company to choose to do your tile work let me make the choice a simple one for you az high-tech tile and stone whether it's a residential or commercial project az high-tech tile and stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes floor tile and shower walls and anything while using materials such as granite tile travertine porcelain and much much more az high-tech tile and stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. If you're doing a kitchen, bathroom remodel, or room additions, it's time to call a professional. 623-580-0901. Or imagehomeimprovement.com This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. S-O-S-P-Sun. 
All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And again, we want to thank Andrew Armstrong from uh, Fujitsu Corporation and letting us know all about those great products that they have, as well as trying to help, you know, stem the multi-generational thermostat war. You know, some people may think, well, oh, come on, Steve, stop making it sound worse than it already is. Well, Robin, am I making it sound worse than it already is, or is it, or is it really serious? It's a pain in the butt more than anything. Really so I don't know if it's serious, but you know, there are some people that get a little pissy about it. So you have to Pissy be or hissy? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Both. Yeah. Meow. Oh, meow. <laughs> yes, I, absolutely. Speaking of meow, it's cat time. It, and, and, you know, black, cat, black time. cat time. Halloween is right around the corner. And Dan, you have some Halloween safety tips for some of our listeners here. So before we wrap up the show, we want to you know, impart some of our vast knowledge upon the, you know, the population of the country. Yeah, because I, have, I didn't bring the sheet with me. <laughs> Just fake it till uh, you make it, Dan. Fake it till you make it. Go ahead, Dan. Well, one of the things is so make sure you don't have any trip hazards going up to your, coming up to your front door. Yeah, the, all the decorations and everything are cool to make sure it's safe and easy for uh, the little ones, and then also if grandma and grandpa are with them, make sure it's easy to walk up your uh, up up to your house, because your liability insurance might take a hit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean you want you wouldn't want to have that happen before Christmas. And then the other, the next thing is definitely pets, excitable pets. If you've got so, if you've got a pet that just uh, comes and barks at the door and goes absolutely crazy like mine does. I mean, she thinks everybody's there, there to greet her. So uh, you got to make sure you have a plan for your pets that come to run to the door. So that way you don't have um, the kitty or the dog or the fish or whatever come running out the door well, <laughs> and to fish, greet everybody. Fish yeah. running out the door? Yeah, piranha. They're hungry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dan, thanks a lot, Dan. <laughs> Maybe you should take the piranha and put him outside with the decorations for Halloween. Put what him do you in think? a bowl and say, grab your own treat. Trick or treat. Oh, Dan, yeah. that, is, that is unbelievable. Oh, okay. The real All trick right. is not losing a finger. That's right. That's right. Let's not lose a finger. Come on, now this is a family-orientated. That's orientated. why you only, have to, you only have to put one piece of candy out. This is family-orientated show trying to really? give... This comments. is Halloween, though. Comments. This is bite, all bite, chomp, right. chomp. All right. all right. Dude, how many times do you think the parents like to torture their kids by making them go into a haunted house? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I used to have the greatest setup in my yard and animatronics and everything. I had like a six and a half foot tall werewolf that oh, would I growl. There was a kid. I remember this a couple years ago. The kid that stood at the end of the driveway. Mom and dad. If you make me go up there, I will never go trick-or-treating again. <laughs> I mean, literally, they were pushing him to go up to my yard, and the poor kid was just crying his eyes out. So I did my job. I scared the hell out of everybody. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I even laughed like that, too. That's nothing like, and it, well, wait a minute. Did you get the neighborhood and go do a thriller dance in the middle of the neighborhood oh. in the street? What do you think? Didn't have Would to. Would that be scary enough? Uh, no. No? Okay. No. All right. Just thinking. Just yeah. thinking about that. All right. You know, one of the other things that we also want to remind everybody about, again, you know, um, some people, they decide that, you know, they, they put out so many decorations. Like Dan had said, they don't, don't leave them in your walkways. But the other thing, too, is make sure that you anchor them down as best as possible. Because, you know, how many times have we watched video of home cameras on front lawns where people just run up and grab something 
and leave. And one of the things that, you know, has gotten very popular around Christmas, and I think they also have some for Thanksgiving decorations because of what they do. And forgive me, I can't remember the name of it, but where they have those um, those certain, that spiral lights that flashes on your home. Oh, yeah. And, and you run one light and one extension cord out. And it, yeah, it's a, it's a cannon. It's yeah, a little it's a light cannon. cannon. Right. It's a, yeah, it's like a I light cannon. I have one on the front of my house, but I okay. make sure it shoots over towards the garage and not away from where, pe- and away from where people yeah. will walk. And you get this nice Halloween yeah. effect. Yeah, on. I mean, nobody says that it's going to be, you know, theft-proof. But, I mean, it's surely easier if you anchor it down that it, you know, if somebody tries to go up and rip it off your, your lawn, then at least it, they're gonna give, it's going to be a little difficult for them to do it. Well, I've got mine on a nice, uh, about four foot in the ground stake, and it's uh, tied to that stake. It ain't going anywhere. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna, I'm going to hear them grunting and groaning trying to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. pull that out. That's Dracula's stake. <laughs> we need that at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the other thing is, make sure your decorations are positioned to where if you've got a security system, keep an eye on them. And, and then uh, so, and then don't have them up all night. And after about 12 or 1, have them, you know, go ahead and drop down because you have these kids that are going out slashing them now. Well, people are stealing the decorations. Yeah, stealing and slashing. Yeah. Yeah. I used to get up there at like 2 o'clock on Halloween afternoon, and it would take me four hours to set everything up. And then at the end of the night, 830, I'd take everything and put it back in the house. Yeah. Just be able to have it just, you know, drop down and pull pull away real easy. Make it simple. You know, yeah. and I think just from what Robin said, I don't think we'll find Christmas lights up very long at her house after Christmas. I don't have a house anymore to put Christmas lights up now that I'm divorced. But if you did, if I because did. of your habits, but you just said they'd be down. Oh, yeah, they'd be down like right around, um, what, New Year's? As soon as New you Year's. throw, if you have a live tree or as soon as you take the tree down. Yeah, they got, they come take down. Take the lights down, They come man. down. That's I it. mean, we used to do it. We used to put it up. Maybe the, the tree, maybe a week. No, no, it's too early. It's it good. is not. You do it Thanksgiving evening. Not right? if like, you like put a live days. tree in. Well, so for me, I don't put up the decorations. I do the pre-wire for all the stuff. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of pre-wiring that goes in. in. Just ask Mr. Electric. He knows. Procedures. The, the load that goes on. I have to have the you know the special breakers, all well, that. See, at least, he, at least his house is not going to catch on fire during the holidays. No, only the one next door catches fire. <laughs> and then he'll go over there. See, I told you to pre-wire. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's that. right. That's right. You just don't leave that stuff on the lawn. <laughs> That's amazing. Get off my lawn. Sorry. Just and if you it. do have wires and stuff, make sure they're not in a tripping area on your yard or towards the door. Because so many times I see people, like, like Robin said, you put the wires out and people can trip on them. And that's not a good thing if you've got somebody, you know, somebody coming up to your door and they trip on the wires. It's true. There we go. You know what I did for Halloween for my yard? I used the the cemetery fence and lined my yard to keep people out of it and then used orange lighting on the top of the cemetery fencing in order to show them that, hey, you don't cross that barrier. And then for anything that you have to run across your carport, because like I said, I had animatronics. I had a six-foot-tall vampire and a a six-and-a-half-foot-tall werewolf that required electricity. Mm -hmm. So I actually took tape and taped the cords down to the concrete. Duct tape, isn't it wonderful? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> <Wow. laughs> I wouldn't go with the Gorilla Tape. It'll pull the concrete up. Really? <laughs> wow. Okay. There's a tip. There's a tip. All right. We want to thank uh, Andrew again for joining us from Fujitsu and all our great uh, all our great information today. We hope you enjoyed it. And I want everybody to have a safe 
Halloween and make sure that you, uh, one thing that I would do want to make sure that one thing we didn't touch base on, want to make sure that the, the, all the parents make sure you check the candy that you yes. get from all the people that your, your kids have stopped at to make sure at least look at it to make sure there isn't any strange things or if the stuff has been unwrapped and rewrapped. You never know. It could be suspicious. You do not want to have your kids, you know, bite into anything that you could it's have prevented. Poisonous or sharp or exactly. anything like that. Exactly. So at least do some preventative parenting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> preventative parenting. Dan, what a concept. All right. <laughs> preventive parenting. Exactly right. Take an interest in what's going on. Just don't walk around. Don't walk around the neighborhood with your kid, okay, and expect them to go in and ask for candy and stuff. And what are you doing? You're sitting there walking around with on your cell phone, not paying attention. Or you're waiting to get your hands on their candy for yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, that's another thing, too. That that's right. You've been watching too much TV. No, I know parents. I, oh, yeah. okay. Come on, dude. We all have done it as parents. I know. Please. I know. As kids, you mean. We've not, all done it as kids. No, we've done it as parents when we've taken our kids trick-or-treating. We've looked for our favorite candy, and we've That's actually right. taken it. Come on, be serious. We can admit that. Okay, we can so, take those extra oh, wait, wait, rolls. So you subscribe to the, 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 the thing of... One for you, three Two for, for me. No, no. I subscribe to one piece a day for you. And if I see something in there I like, you damn right I'm going to take it. <laughs> okay. I went out walking with you. I earned that one okay. piece of candy. Okay, that's the, that's, the, that's the payment for being a volunteer. That's right. That's right. That's right. There you go. All right. Uh, and again, we want to remind everybody, make sure you check us out every Saturday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program. Resistance. Is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you. Well, we're moving on now. We're moving on now.